Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys, along with Jessica. Hey, everybody. Hope all is well in your world today. Yes, we are excited because we are starting a three part podcast episode series. That's like a mouthful. It is. <laughs> Over the next three podcast episodes that are airing um, today and then on Thursday of this week and then next Tuesday, we're going to be talking all about systems processes that really stem from our book, right? Our EB lesson planning approach, which by the way, our book came out June 1st. If you haven't grabbed it, go to ebacademics.com forward slash book. It's awesome. Um, it could be a fun but- beach read, the empowered ELA teacher. Sit yeah. at the beach, have fun <laughs> reading. I love it. Um, so we're calling this series, the down to teaching series, right? Where we really get down to like the nitty gritty. What are the Mm -hmm. foundational things that you need as a teacher to ensure that you are not working hours on end, right? This is all about systems processes, but also incorporating fun, that engagement and rigor into your classroom. So this is kind of like the stuff you didn't learn in your education classes in college. This is the practical stuff that makes the difference. (laughs) Totally. Um, before we dive into everything though, I do want to invite you to join us for our one hour live event. That's coming up here very soon. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash event, what we're doing is we're hosting this one hour live event. We're focusing on three key strategies that you need for engaging lessons. And we like to say in less than one hour a week, that is true. It's not hot air. We're not, you know, what is the word pulling your string? Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. know. Sure. <laughs> You're like, we're not no, pulling not your string, pulling your ear. I don't know. <laughs> the thing. I swear there's some sort of idiom for that anyways. Um, and our whole goal is to really help you move from feeling like you have no work-life balance, which is something that we hear time and time again, maybe you can relate to that. You know, if you're feeling like you don't get enough guidance or you just have no curriculum or a bad curriculum, or you feel unsupported, if you're feeling any of those ways, right. We urge you to come to this one hour live event because we want for you to have more free time outside of the classroom, less time spent planning, but at the same time, having more engaged students, better readers and writers. It's like this win-win, right? You don't Mm -hmm. have to work as hard and your students are crushing it in the classroom. It's just a fabulous thing. So who wouldn't want that? I know, right? It sounds awesome. So come join us. It's free. Go to ebacademics.com forward slash event. All right, let's dive into the one thing that you need, which is perfect because this ties into our one hour live event. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The one thing that you need to shave hours off of planning. So Jessica, what is this? Well, first I think we need to acknowledge, like I'm guessing most of our listeners have had that experience of like the Sunday scaries, right? Where you sit at home and you're just planning all day and you've dreaded it all weekend and you know, you have to grade, right? Like that's kind of just how we've always approached teaching. That's what I mean. Like in college, you were never taught that there was a different way. You just lesson plan for the week ahead and that's life for the entire Mm -hmm. school year. Right. I mean, you've been there. I've been there. So the one thing you need to shave hours off of planning is to get rid of the Sunday scaries. Well, how do you do that? You need to have a framework or an approach. So what we've developed over the course of our teaching careers is the EB lesson planning approach. And for us, that is what shaved off hours of our planning every single week. In fact, it frankly pretty much eliminated it. And so we're going to dive into that approach with you a little bit today and give you the basics of it so that you can set yourselves up for success this next school year. Yeah. Did you want to add anything onto that? Yeah, I do. Cause I think it's important to know that, you know, I've, you have too. um, 
but I've been there. You know, I was the teacher who my first few years teaching, I stayed up until like 11, 1130 at night. I was 22, 23 years old teaching juniors in high school. Right. So they thought I was a student anyway, that <laughs> looked like I was, you know, 13 years old. Um, and I would just be staying up so late reading, grading, planning. And I was just, you know, totally burning the candle at both ends. And I was doing an, like a good job, you know, yeah. but if I was going to work that hard, I should be just crushing it. Right. And I wasn't, and it's because I didn't have a system. I didn't have a process. I didn't have an approach for lesson planning because no one freaking teaches you this in college. And nope. I swear like the lesson plans that they made me do in my <laughs> master's degree were so ridiculous. I mean, it was just like, so not a reality of what teaching is like at all. And in fact, I talk about this in our book, you know, I quit, I quit mm -hmm. teaching three and a half years in, you know, I was, it was March. I couldn't even make it to the end of the school year because I was so done. And maybe some of you can relate to that too. And when I went back to the classroom, I said to myself, I am not doing that again, because right. if I do that again, I'm going to leave again. And I don't want that to be the case. And so having this approach, having a process in place made it truly, I mean, it's like crazy to think about. I didn't plan like school would end and I would leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just this weird thing. I just remember people looking at me like, wait, don't you have stuff to do? I'm like, no, I already, no. I'm good. And it's a wonderful feeling. Eventually you do feel a little guilty at first. And then it's like, oh, this is amazing. Why did I yeah. wait so long for this? And Jessica, so, sorry. And maybe yeah. you experienced this too. That was the best teacher that I ever was. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think it has to do with, and we talked about this in a past episode, but we were able to have free space outside of school. I could go home and relax. I could get a good night's sleep. I could go do something enjoyable for myself and show up better for my students and actually be excited to teach my lessons. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the EV lesson planning approach, um, two of like the main components of it. Mm -hmm. But then we also urge you to come to the live event because we are going to go in depth. We'll have more examples. We're actually going to give you some free resources as well that you can take and use yeah. um, with your planning um, for this summer for next school year. Um, so anyways, the EV lesson planning approach, this is our process. This is our system that we use. It incorporates two key components. The first one is this concept of batch planning, which if you've listened to the podcast forever, you hopefully are familiar with that. Um, if you're new to the podcast, this is a phenomenal way to plan. We'll talk a little bit about it right now. Again, we'll cover it a ton in our live event. So it's batch planning is the first component, but then also having another framework through which to plan and create your lessons, essentially like your units that you're teaching. And that's called the into through and beyond framework. So we're using kind of concepts and frameworks within the approach itself. So it's like you have this mm -hmm. overarching system or process that has systems or processes within that. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? It's like a it hierarchy I mean, it of processes. Yeah. And I'm sure it is complicated until you actually start to do it. And you're like, oh, this makes total Got sense. It. <laughs> so we are just scratching the surface today. I mean, we're going to talk about batch planning, but we actually do a two day live event with our teachers on batch planning. So there's a lot to say about it, but again, we'll just give you the big details for today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So think of batch planning as planning your content in advance for the year. It's setting the side time in advance with your standards, your curriculum, any books you want to read and coming up with your actual lessons for the school year. Now, by the time Caitlin and I had been doing it for a while, we could do our entire school year in a batch planning session. We don't recommend starting that way. We say 90 days, like max 
And if that's even overwhelming, just do one unit or, you know, two weeks, whatever works for you, but it's really setting up every single day in your classroom, exactly what you are teaching, what assignments you are giving, what the homework is, every little detail. And the beauty of that is, is it frees up your time during the year. So think about that. If you batch planned, let's say you do it in June or July for the first few months of school, then in September and October, November, you're not staying after school every day planning. That's when you do get to leave when the bell rings because you're done. You're just tweaking those lessons or making last minute copies. If you need to, we like to even make our copies in advance, but that's how you shave off hours of your time planning. You do it in advance. You set aside the time and dedicate all of your energy to planning that chunk of time. Yeah. And because batch planning in and of itself is a process, right? There's a Mm -hmm. certain way to do it. We teach this in our, um, uh, our two day event live event. Yeah. Actually have coming up at the end of June. Um, but it's basically like four different steps that you go through. And so, because you now have this system, you're like, okay, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. It's like a checklist of sorts. Yeah. Right. And so when we have these approaches, these systems, these processes, our lives are so much easier because we just have that. Here's what you got to do. Boom, 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 do it done. You know? And I just, I love systems and processes. So do I. It- it makes me so simplifies happy. things in yes. the end. Yeah. So batch planning is the first part of the ED lesson planning approach. And the second part as Caitlin mentioned earlier is this into through beyond framework. And if you're one of our EB teachers club members, you know, this is your language. You use this all <laughs> the time. And we believe that it's important to set up your lessons using this framework because it gives you an idea of what to teach on any given day. You're going to start asking yourself, Am I looking for an into lesson, a through lesson or a beyond lesson? And by into lessons, and we have blog posts about this, we have past podcast episodes about this, but an into lesson, just in a nutshell, is where you hook your students. The through lessons are where you're really um, practicing the standards, diving deep into the material. If it's a novel unit, it's when you're reading the novel, you're doing discussions, you're performing different skits or activities, whatever it is. And then your beyond lesson is when you wrap up the unit and it's some kind of assessment. Maybe it's a response to literature or some kind of project, but it's where students are applying what they learned in that unit. So you can see how having a framework of into, through, and beyond lets you plan out your lessons for the year. So I do a whole bunch of into, through, beyond, and then I just rinse and repeat and do that for another unit. Sorry. I want to, can I add something? Oh yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Okay, sorry. Perfect. Awkward silence. There, guys. <laughs> that's okay. Awkward silence. Sometimes there's beauty in the silence. I was actually listening to something the other day that was talking about how, um, that silent space actually forces our listeners to listen more carefully. Oh, right. I like it. We should yeah, practice try that, that with our students too. Yes. It's like you wait know? time. I mean, we're all taught that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We actually have three different podcast episodes that go deeper into kind of each of these concepts within the, into through and beyond framework. So if you go to episode 110, 111, and 112 on the podcast, you can go like deeper dive with each of those, like what Jessica was talking about, kind of we're touching on the surface of what's really important within the EV lesson planning approach. But if you want to go deeper with that, you can go back and listen to those. And then of course, obviously come join us for a free one hour live event. Um, but yeah, like those are the two main components within the EV lesson planning approach. And so when you have like, even just a name of something, right. When there's a name for how you're doing something, it just makes it more real, more approachable and something that you actually use time and time again, you know, because it becomes just second nature to you. Well, it's like you're training yourself to do it and you get better at it each time. 
I'm guessing like most of us, when we first started as teachers, there's no method to our madness with planning. It's like, Oh, I need to do this. And I need to do this. I'm going to go on TPT. I'm going to go on Pinterest. I'm going to borrow that lesson from the textbook I have. And it's like overwhelming disaster. It's a disaster. And then, then we rinse and repeat that and do it again for the next unit because we don't know how to lesson plan again, Mm -hmm. never taught it in college. So that's why we created this lesson (laughs) planning approach and followed it to the T for ourselves to make it work. Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's the one thing that you need, right. To shave hours off of your planning is to have an approach, have a system, have a process. Of course, we believe wholeheartedly in our EB lesson planning approach. And if you want to learn more about it, again, I urge you to join us for our one hour live event. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash event, you can sign up for that. I think we have like four different dates to choose from for that one hour live event. And then we also have a whole pop-up Facebook group experience, prizes, giveaways, just connecting with other teachers who are, are planning and using these same frameworks. And I know you're like chomping at the I'm, bit to say something. I, because I'm really excited to share this with them, but you guys, this is the first time we're doing an event like this where Caitlin and I are going to be together in person. Usually we're each at our houses doing it and it's fun, but now we're going to be in LA together. So we're just bringing the energy. It's going to be so much fun. We have all these little surprises planned that we haven't done before with these events. So I am pumped. I can't wait. Plus yeah, like a little break from my kids for a week and it's kind of exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I'm actually, I'm going to be sad. I know you'll be sad too, but I'm going to be sad to leave. Well, my three and a half year old, because recently he's just been telling me all the time, mommy, you're my best friend. Oh, I know that stuff. It is the sweetest, but oh I'm gosh. still looking forward to that space away. So I come back as a refreshed mom. (laughs) Totally. Something that is necessary, right? Yes. All right, you guys, thank you for joining us for this first episode in this series that we've got going on. Our next one is going to air on June 15th. We'll be talking about approaching your curriculum again with a system, right? Not just lessons. So I think that's kind of like the difference. You know, we just brought lessons into our classroom. We didn't necessarily have a system. So we'll be going a little bit more into the, into through and beyond. And then this concept of spiraling, if you're not familiar with that. And then our third episode of this series airs on June 22nd. We're going to be talking about making next year fun and easy without sacrificing learning or rigor. And we're so stoked about that. Tune into that one for sure. I'm going to be sharing an activity that we'll be releasing in our EB teachers club soon. It's brand new. You've never heard of that before. And it is so much fun. You can use it in your classroom immediately. I love it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on series number two on Thursday. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.